it's the blackout what's up everybody on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast we're going to talk about things that look like other things that may be other things that have been unearthed in the world we'll get some voicemails in and we'll ask the question how do you like your red beans and rice with a bunch of rice and a couple of cockroach looking beans or (laughs) beans and just a little bit of rice and gravy all that and more on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast cockroach looking beans in your plate you'd be surprised you would be surprised alright what's up welcome back Uh, welcome back and welcome back again um to the hashtag Blackout Podcast, episode 244. Mm-hmm. I'm Jared, aka Jalapeno J. What's up, people? I'm Jay, aka Jay. Oh, man. And we're back and at it once again. Um, Jay, I'm sending you a photo of these this really sad looking pot of red beans and rice. What is that? Where somebody sold said that they were served Louisiana food today. And it hurt their soul. Is it on the bottom? <laughs> wow. Don't you see them? You don't you see that, that rice with those little bitty? It looked like black beans, honestly. Uh, but they look like little roaches. Dairy free, nut free. Wow. <laughs> Maybe all the beans on yeah. the bottom, and they just forgot to stir it. Let's just say this is soul free. That looks horrible. Um. Yeah, that's that's bad. Uh oh. What did this say? Vegetable gumbo. Vegetable gumbo? Nah, bruh. We ain't doing this. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to call the call the food police on these people. Where, where is this place at? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. My one of my cousins uh sent that. Um she reposted it. So maybe that was maybe it came from like the Soul Food Foodies account, uh, which is also on um which is also on uh Facebook. Facebook, yeah. It was just one of, one of these random pages that you can follow. And people always post crazy looking food. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I saw some shrimp and grits on there the other day that looked like literally unseasoned shrimp and unseasoned grits. It was so sad. And people were proud of it, too. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I do not know. I have a question for you. Yes. This is a this is a soul food debate question, mm-hmm. which this is not the question of the day. This is just a question of personal preference. See, see, do see. you like do you like butter, cheese, salt on your grits, or do you like sugar or syrup on yeah. your grits? Never had sugar or syrup on my grits. Uh, it was usually butter, and then I remember when I visited you at one time, you, you guys were putting ch- like cheese on. I was like. Ugh, what is that? And I taste it. I was like, mm, it's okay. It's not bad, you know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I've always just been a butter and butter and grits type of guy. You know, that's butter, how that's, that's how my parents made it. That's how I still make it. I mean, sometimes I'll buy the little packet that has a uh, what it'll say, che- cheesy grits. I think. Oh yeah, yeah the cheesy what, grits. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, instant. cheesy. Yeah, the instant ones. And then yeah. then I'll just add some extra butter to it. You know. But other than that, that sounds good. yeah, 
Yeah, that sounds mm. good. I um, I'm a big fan of buttery, cheesy, salty, you know, peppery, whatever grits. Uh, I don't know. I, I know that my mom used to make them with butter, you know, just like your parents did. Yeah. Uh, butter, salt, and pepper, you know, yeah, yeah. and nature seasoning or some, or Lowry's or something like that. And then um, I love cheese so much that maybe my dad one time like had me add cheese or something like that. I can't remember. But I started doing that. And, yeah, that's the only way I'll eat them now, with, at <laughs> least with, you know, butter, cheese, and some seasoning. Right, right. Uh, you know, maybe I'll throw in some bacon or, or something else. Or if I'm like, you know, trying to make like some fancy grits, you know, I'll put like some pulled pork or <laughs> brisket or something else if I have that. Fancy. Um, yeah. My wife, on the other hand, you know, she is on the, she's on the other side of the spectrum. She likes grits with syrup or sugar. I've never. And I'm just like brown sugar or something. Never and, uh, had it. You know, I went to New Orleans. Is, uh, mm-hmm. we, we went there visiting. I don't know, maybe like five, six years ago, you know, just to go hang out with some friends and stuff and, uh, you know, just stay down in the French Quarter. Mm-hmm. So we went to one of these little uh, cafes, one of the old, the old style cafe. You go in there, you got to walk in the alley just to go to the restroom, just to pee and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I got there and I don't know if there's, this could be like a whole completely different topic when you talk about some people from New Orleans and how they think about people outside of new orleans so you know i tell i'm telling i'm from louisiana i'm like just right up the road i don't think he really believes me he's like how you like your grits because that's what i ordered he's like you want some sugar in there i'm like no man just give me some butter <laughs> you know it's like all right i'm just checking i'm just checking I'm like okay mm-hmm. okay yeah so it, it was it was just weird you know you get some tourists a lot of touristy people go there and apparently they must ask for sugar or syrup or something yeah so that just reminded yeah. me of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's funny, man. That's that's wild, especially with you being from Louisiana, like you know. Yeah, it's it's you would think, but it's strange. I've had conversations about this with people uh, who think, uh, I guess, New Orleans is like the. Eh, it's gonna get into a crazy different topic, but mm-hmm. it's a completely. It's not even part of Louisiana. That's how most people some people a lot of people in new orleans feel it's like it's not even part we're not even it's like saying they feel like they're 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 like separate yeah it's like a completely different world and i get it it's there's a culture all its own there but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that think new orleans is not even louisiana it's kind of like people saying egypt is not part of africa bruh like for real yeah okay my my question on that is this and I and I have I think I have a reasoning for why people like sugar in their grits, but mm-hmm. I'll get back to that later. Yeah, yeah. But um, my question on that is this: Isn't it historically that New Orleans is where like a lot of people from Europe, France, and Europe landed yep. in and and continued to it continued to grow? Support who come from France and Spain, mm-hmm. and so that was more like the rich quote unquote people. Uh, the people who were like more into like, you know, city and society and they missed mm-hmm. their home and they missed their homeland. So like they called themselves the Creoles versus the people who were more like country folks in the rest of the state, which were called the Cajuns. But with that being said, New that's why New Orleans cuisine is a little different from the rest of Louisiana, because they would uh, import um, 
a lot of stuff from like France and Spain and places like that for like the food. Mm. Whereas like the rest of the the rest of the the rest of the state, people basically lived off the land and and also what they grew and 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 raised. Yeah. Uh, Is that right? So maybe that's why. Uh, maybe it's like little. You got little nuggets of, of facts in there, and it's it's a lot bigger than that. <laughs> you yeah, got yeah. it's a, it's a lot bigger than that because you know when people call specify like Cajuns. In Creole, mm-hmm. so let's just say Creole. That's like a black and French type of mm-hmm. connection, right there. I'll just I'll just leave it very plain and simple there. And Cajun could all, could be traced all the way up to uh, Nova Scotia in Canada. So mm-hmm. there's there's like a big history of you know immigrants or migrants, whatever you want to call it, traveling from Nova Scotia all the way down to Louisiana. And you got that that whole mixture there with the people, and then of course you're talking about food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're pretty much right. I think if you're talking about specificity, that's a very strange word to say. <laughs> very strange word to say. Anyway, yeah, abracadabra. There you go. Uh, <laughs> you know, Cajuns like to use a lot of tomato-based type stuff versus mm-hmm. Creole, who doesn't really do that. I mean, it, it's a it's a lot to digest literally yeah <laughs> with yeah. uh with culture yeah, with culture and history and stuff like that but those are just little little nuggets of information take take yeah. it take with it what you will take yeah. it what you will yeah yeah um yeah man i don't know i i know from the history that i've done or the you know the research that i've done mm. that's what i that's what i you know sort of came about and obviously I read several different, you know, different, you know, websites that speak to the history, but I didn't grow up there like you did. I didn't have the state yeah. history, oh, man. you know, and that, and that knowledge yeah. like you do. So every you know, summer, so I, I, I trust what you said. Yeah. Every summer I had to, cause my dad worked at the national park there, uh, Katie oh, yeah. national park. So every yeah. summer I was volunteering there. And mm-hmm. of course he had, he knew the whole history of everything, spoke French to all mm-hmm. the people coming f- from France so he speaks fluent yeah. French. Uh, wish he could Great. teach my kids, but or I wish he would have taught us. But I probably just didn't have the the patience for it, you know. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I had to. I knew that knew it past tense that history mm-hmm. fairly well back then, and it's yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's That's a whole crazy. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, my you know my mom, you know your dad's sister, uh-huh. uh, also knew the Creole and the French fluently. So yeah, I, um, yeah, maybe I'll ask her to teach me some words every now and then, but some phrases, but yeah, that's, yeah. I, I never learned it myself either. So, yeah, I mean, um, and it's crazy. But they, we had, they spoke it in home. Yeah. Kids, so. I mean, I had it in high, that's all we took in like elementary high school. Like you can move here, especially in Texas, the majority of po- a lot of the population is Spanish, speak Spanish speaking mm-hmm. people. We never had Spanish in, in Louisiana. It was always yeah. French, and I, it got to the point where I could, tra- you know, communicate with my teacher in French. You know, we'd yeah, have conversations French, and stuff yeah. in French. But you know, if you don't, what if you don't use it, you lose it. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. And of course, obviously, yeah, I lost it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so what I was getting at with all of that was maybe because of that 
the the origins of the the history of what I was talking about there. Like right, right. New Orleans people, New Orleans people felt that they were like more city, you know, more more uh, advanced, more <laughs> a higher yeah. status than the rest of the state, especially the people who live like out in swampland and beyond. Was uh, that maybe they considered themselves different and above, and so it's that's possible. why maybe yeah. over the course of time, maybe over the course of time that you know mentality sort of stayed ingrained into yeah. people's head who f- were from there. Even though, like, if you look at the map, New Orleans it's right is there. literally it's right a part there. of it's not like Washington <laughs> D.C. and Maryland. You yeah, know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe that's what they think. You know, it's like it's possible. I, I don't know. Unity. I I still have friends. Uh, from there um mm-hmm. maybe it's something i need to ask them i never did ask them but whatever it's all good yeah that's mm-hmm. so funny so the reason why i uh believe that people like you know sugar in their grits is my wife particularly you know she's not from the south right she's mm-hmm. from utah and she grew up eating cream of wheat and malta meal, mm. cream of wheat. Never had. She it. likes to put sugar in her cream of wheat. Cream of wheat basically tastes like if you've ever had those dry potatoes, like mashed potatoes that you whipped up with some water yeah, and milk yeah. and turned okay. into to mashed potatoes. Right. Basically, that's what cream of wheat looks like at the beginning. But they, <laughs> but it's also that's what it looks like. If that's what it seems like at the beginning. But then whenever you actually finish cooking it, cream of wheat has the consistency of a very fine grit. Like it is very, it's like, it's like if you took a grit, like one grit, like one rib (laughs) and and you broke it down into like, like 10 pieces, right? That one single grit. And then you multiply that times a box, right? So it it, it just tastes like like salt. Yeah. (laughs) About the size of a salt grain. Yeah, like That's a grain of salt. Like it's it's like a finer texture. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, with that being said, you know, obviously it's you know corn versus wheat. But um, but with that being said, it's uh, you know I guess she like ate sugar with it and sweet. And also, I mean, for context, who like you know if she ate this at one of her grandmother's house, her grandmother used to feed her sugar water, basically oh, Kool Aid yeah. water, yeah, every yeah. single day when she was a kid. So I think, you know, I think that's why she likes them. And then so when she tried grits, she just thought it was like cream of wheat. And she also worked at a Shoney's when she was in college. So she was just like, oh, that's like cream of wheat. I'm going to just throw some sugar off in there. Uh, and that's how she liked it. But oh, cool. She Dang. she tried it before with butter and, and salt and pepper and cheese. She was like, nah, I'm, she almost gagged. I was like, Dang, wow. Chill. Yeah, she brought <laughs> so, me back with the sugar water. That was, yeah. my kids have yeah, never had you. sugar water. They don't even understand these mm-hmm. days. Like they, you know, they just don't get it. Um, but no, we we uh, yeah. But thankfully, I've raised my kids right to like grits with cheese, butter, salt, pepper. <laughs> you see, I raised them right. So, you know, the only way to raise them. But um, yeah, funny. man. But that's that's interesting. That, that was interesting. If people out there, you know, want to talk about how they like their grits, please let us know. Please leave us a voicemail. Um, and, um, you know, pl- please let us know. But before we get to that, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to let Jay talk about, you know, how to leave his voicemail a little bit. Mm-hmm. My actual introductory question of the day for you, Jay, is does Lightning McQueen have car insurance or life insurance? 
car insurance. I would, I would think life, life insurance. In, I would think life insurance. Yeah. But wouldn't his life insurance I would also think, be car insurance? Yeah, I would think they'd be one and the same, right? Mm, I have no clue. That's why I ask you. <laughs> See, now I'm thinking about it. Do they... Do they even... Con- they do consider themselves cars, right? They Yeah, because the name of the, yeah, the thing is yeah, cars. The movie is cars, yeah. 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 Hmm. I'm just going to go with life insurance. Yeah, let's just go with life insurance. I, uh, yeah, let's do is that. The, is the Geico Gecko in their world actually a uh, a car? Like a GTR? Or something else similar? Imagine that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. I, I. In my mind. In my mind, Lightning McQueen would have. Would have. It would almost be like life insurance, or no? It would almost be like house insurance with flood damage protection. <laughs> you know, for for your house, right? So it'd be like it'd be like life insurance with car damage protection in case there's an accident or a breakdown. <laughs> Meaning if he had to go to the hospital or something like that. Mm. Maybe maybe that's what he has. I don't know. I don't know, but maybe the people know. Um what if they don't even maybe? have insurance? They don't. They just they just they just exist. They just exist. In a world, in a in a world of cars, in a world of cars where you either crash, and that's it. I mean, that's, do they even get paid? Is there? Did they even show people getting paid? I mean, I think it's because the races, like they get paid with race, the the not race, but but like because the races, they get paid like if they have like a tire shop, you know, and like a lube. But shop. how? <laughs> they get paid in. And gas? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they get paid in. They get paid in oil and gas and windshield wiper fluid, radiator fluid. I don't know. What's the highest currency in the car land? I don't know. It couldn't be that because then I would equate oil and gas to like having a blood transfusion in real life. Okay, okay, okay. I get you. Mm. Okay, yeah. Interesting. And tires would be like new shoes, but how do you get new shoes if you don't have a currency? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so then, so then, why is it that Tomater definitely seems like he's poor? Very you know, much so. Versus, versus, you know, I don't know any of those other people who like were like uh, like Francisco, the one that was like the Italian race car. That seems like he was rich, you know. If there's no currency, I don't Dang, know. Disney, come on, Disney, y'all got to answer these questions. These are the questions that we need answers to. <laughs> that that has me thinking. I'm trying to think. I feel like I need to go back and watch Cars and Planes. Mm-hmm. Uh, got my Cars head hurt. Two and three planes. And planes. Which was a total different thing because when you watch the Cars movie, they you were. never saw an aircraft, right? 
It wasn't helicopters or planes or anything. Am I right? I don't know. I want to say like before, because you know, before some, you know, races in, you know, actual real human life, there are planes mm-hmm. flying overhead, you know, just to, uh, as like a show. It's like the blimp and stuff like that. Yeah, kind of like a blimp or just like an air show before the actual race starts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or but, the planes that are towing like the big banners. Yeah, that. Uh, like advertisement banners. Hmm. That makes sense. So then, but I think there were boats in, in the one where they went to Italy. Yeah, it could be. You could be right. Uh, Dang, they could make a whole movie called Boats. Boats and Holes. Boats and Holes. <laughs> Interesting. This is my question, though. Like, hmm. with all this in mind, nobody had hands or opposable thumbs. <laughs> oh, I thought you so was about to say. How could they make it? <laughs> I thought you was about to say nobody had hands so they couldn't fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Nobody had hands. That's true. Nobody could throw them hands. <laughs> Nobody could throw hands at each other, so that's a fact. But then, like, hmm. like how is all this stuff created and built if nobody just had hands? They don't just, like, tow stuff around and expect it to, like, land in the spot where it's supposed to land. Right. You know, like, like how? Because, like, cause like anytime it was a reference to, like, one of those vehicles holding something, it was like they used their tires, right? Hmm. They use their tires to hold it, or their maybe their mouth to hold it. But are, so are we to think that over the course of the history of cars, uh-huh. from you know the the first two cars that were placed on Earth up until now, that <laughs> that everything was created by wheels, by them holding with their wheels, interesting opposable wheel treads, tire treads. Uh, let's see so I'm reading something that made me look this up so they're saying perhaps the biggest hurdle the world of cars is trying to understand where these sentient vehicles come from after all there are no baby vehicles in the cars franchise think about it there are no children in the world of cars there are no there are vehicles who are older or younger than each other uh but there's no evidence of there ever being infant cars that show up in adult vehicles (laughs) that means cars apparently don't reproduce the way humans do so if cars don't reproduce where do they come from hmm (laughs) the factory yeah well here it is somewhere in the franchises franchise there's a throwaway line where someone says think the manufacturer Implying that there's some kind of higher power who created the cars. So maybe there's a car god. Car heaven. It has to be. Uh, it has to be a car god. That's the only that, that's uh, the only thing that makes sense, right? Yeah. And his name is like like Ford or something? Oh, Chevy? Let's check this out. So that would be totally acceptable since there are no, there are billions of people in the real world who believe there is some kind of higher power responsible for creating humanity. And since Cars mm-hmm. 2 features uh, vehicles fawning over the Pope Mobile in Italy, it appears that it, mm-hmm. at least one form of religion in the Cars universe. But even knowing that's a possibility, mm-hmm. there's still no question, no explanation of how cars are born. 
Uh, we could go down this rabbit hole. This was supposed to be like a simple hey, question. <laughs> this is a whole episode right here, man. This is a whole episode. Uh, Even cars kissing is like clank hitting metal together. It's funny because you have these hunks of metal, but at some point you can't take it too far because it starts falling apart. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, funny. if they fall in love, like, yeah, like, literally, how do they have a baby? Oh, yeah, here's a plane in a, one of the cars. Okay, in the first, okay so that, that's how we got that's how we got the planes. <sighs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. I do remember now. I do remember seeing uh, aircraft. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm, I just want to know how, car, how the cars in the movies reproduce. Like, how? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't like they just. I don't even know. There's nothing that's st- like like I'm trying to think of like what, what, how they would connect <laughs> to make love like <laughs> exhaust to <you> exhaust. <laughs> exhaust. Oh no. Uh, and then I was thinking like like you know like the little gas tank like the little fuel door could pop out, but then what are you gonna stick in there? <laughs> what are you sticking? Come over and get gassed up in my house? I don't know. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Um, dang. Yeah, that is a big rabbit hole that seems that like it would never end. The questions would never end. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay, well, if anybody out there happens to know the answer... <laughs> Please give us a call, 3853-BLAKPC, or 385-325-2572. That is definitely the question of the year. That is. How damn. do Pixar's cars reproduce? Man. And planes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's an amazing segue, uh, because... You know we have we we have uh, we have voicemails here from somebody who always has answers to great great questions, mm-hmm. but also has questions that lead to great answers. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. here's our first first voicemail from our Memphis cousin, Kayla. Hey y'all, was so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Cell phones, breath, and drones. Oh my god. First of all, the good Lord made us with breakfasts for different reasons. So we can put liquor, phones, money, and stuff like that in our Brazil. Okay? Unfortunately, there's sweat buildup, just like with you men down there. And what's gonna hold your phones, your balls? Oh, my God. And y'all be sweated too. But let's talk about the man with breast. Huh. Yeah, let's talk about y'all. Uh-huh. With the boobs. <laughs> oh, Lord, I, never mind. I just had a nightmare. Oh. I, I, I just... Don't like to see a man with boo boos. That's just me. I'm pretty sure a man don't like to see a woman with a hijack butt. <laughs> okay, I'm getting off the phone, and you already know who this is. 
Already. This is season 99. Your cousin. <laughs> and I'm going to call y'all later. Let me finish working and listening to the show since I'm at home and I can listen, listen. I'm calling you back. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Here we go. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> Oh wait, I'm sorry. And that's in reference to a couple of episodes ago where we talked about, uh, you know, what is it, uh, women hiding, you know, phones and money and stuff like that in their brazier. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there you go. All right, next up. Ew. You know what this is? This is your cousin Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. What about the income taxes? Huh? Mm. Hey, you know, you can tell when people get their income taxes, just they just start moving different. Like, you know, instead of going to McDonald's, they go to like Benny Hummus. <laughs> but anyways, um, man, that's not what I wanted to talk to y'all about. But y'all gonna start seeing raggedy cars and stuff. Well, hey, you mm-hmm. really can't see raggedy cars because people building cars and putting tape on them. Mm-hmm. I be wanting to take pictures, y'all, of stuff I see on the street, but I don't want to get shot. But that's not what I called y'all for. Let's talk about... Hold on a minute. Let me see how much time I got. Wait a minute. I'm going to call y'all back in about a couple of minutes, but I want to tell y'all, uh, remember when I was doing this and I was, like, doing it, like, a lot on the weekends when I picked this 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 fair guy up from the airport to take him to a really nice hotel and he was here to look at addresses of businesses. Okay, remember that. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lady here in Memphis that's been indicted for two point seven million dollars in uh PPP fraud and um she did some stuff with a business. She filing insurance claims on people that never went to her facility. Mm. So I'm going to call you back in a minute. Hold on, hold on. Because my coffee is calling me. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'll be back. Okay. So, wow, that's great. So that was, so like uh, three minutes later, I guess she finally got her coffee. Mm-hmm. And then she came back to finish the story. Okay, y'all. It's me again. I had to have that first sip of coffee. You know, that first sip of coffee, it just makes your feet and your heart go, Okay, but anyway. Let me make my toes go, Okay, but anyway, anyway. So, um, right now with the PPP fraud stuff, man, they're getting everybody. There's a, a, a website where, you, where they just, they list with the amount, and I mean... They put your name, they put, they show you where you're supposed to have your business mm-hmm. at, which is neighborhoods, houses, or whatever, and they put the amount, and it's interesting because I thought it was the big, big, big money. It's everything, 10000 20000 and so on and so on, but anyways, there's a lady here, <clears throat> if you Google Memphis Woman Memphis and woman. Um, PPP fraud, <laughs> y'all, the lady lives in a mansion, she used the money for a mansion. She bought a Rolls Royce, a Corvette. I mean, they seized the Corvette and the Rolls Royce. Why she didn't want to buy another one? (laughs) Another one. They, she like put some money into this club here in Memphis that only look like her family go to. But it's fascinating because she got 
She also did a fraud word insurance. Y'all just, I'm not understanding. Okay, you did the PPP loan. That's that's on you. But when you're, I work in the medical field, and when you're filing claims for people, you're stealing their identity. You know, and we, I'm gonna be old. So you know, I'm just saying, it, it, that part kicked me out because I got an elderly parent. And, and relatives, and I don't want nobody doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, y'all. She walking around like it ain't nothing. And so she she posted her, her new Rolls Royce, and I just feel like she's putting attention on her. And it's just it's fascinating, y'all. It, it's just, it's fascinating. And she's married. And um, it's just, I'm like, wow. But anyways, I thought that was interesting. Okay, I'm going to continue sipping my coffee. I just have to tell y'all that. I'm going to call y'all back in a little while. Right. So, I never truly understood the whole PPP loan situation. Thank you for that, Kayla. I know we have one more voicemail coming from you in a second, but with the PPP loan... PPP what, or PPE? This was... I don't know. It was the, I think it was PPP loans during the, the pandemic. And it was okay. for, I thought it was for like small businesses, right? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, so people would get these loans to try to help keep their small businesses mm, afloat. Yeah. 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 Isn't that you're what right. it was supposed to yeah, be? Yeah. You're right. Okay. So how did these other people get PPP loans if they never had businesses in the first place? No clue. Absolutely. That's money not. that could have went to small business, actual small business owners. Could have, could have did, could have been, you know. But well, it's a loan, so this is this is the problem this day and age. And I'm gonna tell you this, man. Mm-hmm. Haven't worked, haven't worked in in financial institution before, mm-hmm. credit union, all that stuff. Right. You know, and, and like where we grew up, like our parents wrote checks, right? Oh yeah. They understood what checks were. They understood you know, what a loan was and the fact that you had to pay it back. Oh, yeah. And they taught us that as well. You know, they, they taught us the value of money to a certain extent. You know, it depends on how, how much we actually accepted that teaching. But we learned that we grew up writing checks and and also understanding don't write a check that you can't cash, yep. right? Yep. Oh, um, yeah. People these days either have forgotten about it or never learned the fact that if it's a loan, they're just letting you borrow it. <laughs> that means you got to give it back it's, at some point. Yeah, it's not a grant. It's not a scholarship. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not a forever. It's not a forever. Like it's not right, like right. I'm gonna let you hold this. You know, back in the day when like when like when like somebody would say, "Hey, can you let me hold that for a little bit?" and they just never gave it back. Yeah, let me hold something. That's what these people think these days. They're just like, "Let me, let me, let me hold that PPP loan right quick and." Right quick turn they think in their mind they think it's forever. But the government is like, nah nah. Nah nah bruh. Nah yeah, that nah. we don't we don't do forever. Yeah. We don't forget. We it. always do take backsies. <laughs> <laughs> and then some. And then some. Give yeah. me that That's plus wild. interest. That's crazy. Yeah. To to have a to have a website for the government to have a website having people on there that um you know, may not have paid back their PPP loan, and people like this lady just basically, you know, showing off uh, everything mm-hmm. that she's bought with these loans. 
Come on, man. You asking for it. You asking for it. Asking for it. I don't get it. Well. I don't understand it. Long as it ain't me. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> at but, some point in time, yeah. I knew, yeah, at some point in time, I realized that, you know, this money isn't mine. I got to give it back. Or they're going to yeah. take it. So. True. What I get upset about, and I have to deal with this this year. Mm-hmm. So... I had a this getting to like business, retirement, financial talk. So I have an IRA account. Like this was from like two jobs ago. Had this yeah. stored up, you know. Didn't do anything. It didn't transfer over to my new 401k retirement company. Mm-hmm. It was just sitting there for yeah. years, probably like 10, 11 years. Didn't mm-hmm. gain anything, didn't do anything. I'm like, okay. I need to take care of some crazy stuff around the house, some some uh, uh, upgrades, some updates and things, yeah. some uh, yeah. home s- stuff. Let me pull everything out. I know it's going to be a penalty. Yeah, big time, yeah. Initially. So I'm thinking, my, my initial thoughts were, okay, I'm going to pull this money out. I'm going to get hit with the tax right then and there. And I did. I got hit with a, a nice little sum. It wasn't, it wasn't like, a crazy amount but i still had some stuff paid off a bunch of things that i needed to pay off start mm-hmm. filling out my my uh you know taxes for the end of the year mm-hmm. put that in and it's like you owe xyz amount of money and i'm like whoa whoa wait what hold up hold up, hold up. <laughs> yeah i'm like hold up hold up no 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 so uh, that's what kills me this is the money i i earned and worked for wasn't gaining anything i wasn't it wasn't doing anything but they still want to take a large amount from that so they're trying to they're trying to double tax you more like triple tax me on the on the initial tax that i already paid so yeah so you already so this though so i wonder if the company that you pulled out had not correctly had not correctly reported that you paid taxes it, that's the, wild. yeah the crazy thing it was on the little tax form that i did yeah so maybe mm-hmm. i didn't pay the correct amount but still mm-hmm. you know why do i have to be 65 for me to not get taxed who says i'm gonna make it yeah. to 65 yeah that's you the know? that's the thing man that's that's the thing that's that's the good and bad about ira right it was it was set up they were set up with the time and i'm gonna tell you what for for context when i used to be Working when I worked at a credit union, mm. I had people come to me all the time. My clients came to me all the time, asking if they should do a CD, mm. if they should do a money market, right? If they should do an IRA, and and what the differences between them all were. And IRAs were honestly set up at a different time frame mm. than we are in right now. Um, you know, so life expectancies and all this other stuff, you know, is definitely different back then. But also the mentality of when you're when you're going to retire was different. Now right. people retire at like 35, right? That's what people I was hoping at like to do. Like 50. That's you what know? I well, That's do. what we all hope to do, right? Yeah. But but um yeah we're we're past that now sadly. But uh but you know people so now the the actually the there should be a new law that basically for IRAs and things like that you know we're basically. They allow if you do retire early for whatever reason, or if you hit a certain age, or maybe your IRA has been, you know, sitting there maturing for 
X amount of years, you know, you don't get, you know, the same penalty as the other type of IRAs. Like maybe they make them different and longer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how ways to do that. I'm not like that extremely financially inclined. And, uh, you know, I'm not a government official that knows how to deal with that, the IRS. But it's sort of ridiculous when you pull money out, you have to pay, you know, you have to pay a tax on it, which makes sense because you would have paid that tax if you didn't put it in an IRA and you just got it, excuse me, as like your paycheck. So, like, it would make sense that you pay that tax. Mm -hmm. But why why they make you pay extra tax? Maybe the thing is, like, it'd be wild. It'd be cool if, say you had the IRA in there for 10 years. Right, and then uh, in like year ten, you're like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and pull this money out because I need to do something with it. Right, and so the tax amount that you had to pay was actually equivalent what to to whatever your balance was at the end of the year, each of those ten years, based off of the U.S. tax rate. So if taxes went up, if taxes went down, whatever it is for that year mm-hmm. during the time frame that your IRA was in there, that's what you'd have to pay for your penalty. And that was it, you know, because taxes, you know, raise and, and lower. Mm-hmm. If you go to a different, com- if you go to a different, um, if you move in a different state or something like that, I know state and city taxes are different, you know, so whatever it is, you know, income taxes, you know, are different every year. So whatever it is, that's what you pay instead of this year, the tax rate is this. So that's what you're going to pay, you know, on your overall, like that, I think, cause that's the way it is. So. I don't know, man. That sucks. That sucks that they try to do that. Hopefully, whoever your financial, you know, um, uh, 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 you know, representative is that you work with, uh, uh, you know, for your taxes, hopefully they can steer you right and at least give you a good reason why you have to pay extra. Because that's that's wild. Got to pay extra. That's wild. I mean, I'm I'm looking at my what I I have now, and I, I man. I ain't retiring off of that. That, that ain't going to last me no time. I'd have to. No. It's that, man. Yeah. I, I would. And I was talking to my wife about this the other day. It's like, why am I having a, or why are we having to work till we're like 65? I mean, she could retire before because she's in the education system. But still, why do I have to worry? A majority of people have to work till they're like 65 then they could retire then that's when they could start enjoying their life their time yeah it's ridiculous man i know that see that's that's the thing like that was an age that was a that was a i think an average age Mm -hmm. that most people got to where if you saved x amount of you know percentage of money of your income right every year then you could retire comfortably and live off of that without having to go nope. to work again because that's how much stuff costs in that day and age with the fact that there's everything is in you know inflation right now mm-hmm. um the cost of eggs you know is stupid or whatever but like you know the fact that inflation happened it's almost like they need to reclassify that every year but also you know you may like say you make fifty thousand dollars today mm-hmm. if you made that same fifty thousand dollars like 30 years ago 40 50 years ago that would go a lot longer. Like it would go a lot further than it does today. Yeah. So I think that needs to be reclassified and that would, they would actually probably move the age back further. But then again, the good thing about us right now is like, we're in the day and age where we are like, yeah, why do we have to work that long? 
you know, at a full-time job to be able to enjoy life and do stuff that we want to do. Mm-mm. A, it's because, yeah, they realize that stuff costs a lot of money, you know, and you got to be able to afford stuff that you want to do if you like it. Right. But then again, you know, my thought is like, you know what? Why would I be doing something that I don't want to be doing, regardless of how long I'm doing it? Why not just do something that I love, you know? And yeah. obviously, I know you got to live with, I know you got to live with expenses and stuff like that, you know, but if I'm doing something that I love and it's paying me enough to live off of comfortably and maybe do some fun stuff here and there, whatever I want to do, wouldn't that be a better use of my life in my 30s, 40s, you know, whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah. Rather than wait until I'm 65 and who knows how long I get to enjoy it after that? And let's say you don't even... Knock on wood. Let's just say we don't even make it to sixty-five. Then right. what? Well, then you worked your whole life for nothing. For nothing, you know. I mean, <laughs> for no enjoyment. <laughs> for no enjoyment. Yeah, sure. My my family, whoever's my uh, dependent, whoever my dependents are, may uh, get that. Enjoy your you money. know. Yeah, they'll enjoy it. But then it's like, <laughs> crap. I yeah. wanted to enjoy my money. Oh well. Exactly. It's <sighs> wild. It's wild, man. Wild. I got, IRS, please I, let us know. Yeah, I got. We got more voicemails because I got a question for you. We got one. So you want to listen to that? Or you want to? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's let's listen to that last one. Okay. All right. Cool. Here we go. So hold on to your question. Three, two, one. Y'all, y'all know It's funny because I I saw that story. I glanced at that story this morning, but I didn't uh, get in depth to it because I want to talk about it. Yeah, but it's wild because, yeah, these people 
Tons of people lost their job, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what you would do. Like these cars ain't gonna be for free. No, somebody, somebody, come yeah, find yeah. You. Whoever took over this this company, if I don't think they just like, I'm done. Everything is getting shredded. No paperwork. No trace of any kind of. Evidence. Somebody took over this, and they gonna get that money. It may mm-hmm. not be. It's probably gonna be when you least when they least expect it. They gonna get that notice in the mail from a new company that's saying, Hey, uh, we're now acquired. American mm-hmm. car center and we see you owe 20 some thousand dollars left on this car yeah you know we gonna jack up this interest payment <laughs> and uh you got this amount of time you could either refinance or uh continue with paying this stuff so I don't think it's completely yeah. out the woods people ain't completely out the woods with this but yeah, I'm, yeah I, I see I it though <laughs> I don't um I don't know, man. It's it's wild. It's wild when a situation like that happens because it's it's sort of unprecedented. Mm-hmm. You don't really hear about like a whole company basically getting let go. Yeah. You know, unless the company's getting, you know, unless the company's like going out of business. But that's when you have normally you have like pretty good notice about that, like the going out of business sale type. Yeah. Thing, yeah. We got five minutes and buy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They say three hundred wow. employees. Learn, yeah, the very same day that it closes doors. That's wow. crazy, man. That is crazy. That is. That's crazy. Okay, what was the question? Thank you for all the thank oh, you for all the yes. voicemails, Kayla. Thank you. Uh, what was the question you had? Well, let's probably be on the the lighter side of things. Going back to food. Uh, <laughs> okay. What is something? How far would you go? As far as like, uh, if somebody forgot to put something in your food bag like you went order something from whatever fast food restaurant Mm -hmm. they forgot to put something in your bag what is the Mm. the furthest you would go as far as like anger and attitude would it just be pulling around saying hey you forgot my stuff or and this is and i and i figured it out before i got home or after i got home uh whatever either one okay okay Let's just say, you say or what now? Or would you intentionally crash your vehicle in the side of the business because what? they forgot something? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember now, man. Okay, yeah. So honestly, that's happened. You know, it happened to all of us. I think at some point, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I have called the restaurant before uh, because most time that happened when I get home or I'm like driving down the street and I'm like, I'm not going to turn around. Um, so I called a restaurant before and said, "Hey, y'all forgot my, you know, fries or something like that." And they, there's some. Sometimes they've given like a straight up refund. Sometimes they just refunded a partial mm-hmm. for whatever they forgot. Uh, or sometimes they just like say, "Hey, you know, next time you come back, let us know who you are, and we'll give you, you know, we'll we'll put it on the system and we'll give you a free pizza." Okay. Domino's, for instance, at our old house where you where we lived before we moved to, to where we live now. Mm-hmm. Um, notoriously like had like the worst looking pizza five pieces of cheese um pizza <laughs> cheese stuck to the cheese. top of the box <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's government cheese uh but no it, it just like like eight pepperonis on a full pizza like it just didn't That's it was funny. always bad That's so funny. there was times where i would call them and be like hey you know y'all like this is literally the worst pizza i've ever had because xyz and they put they put us on like the little system, and then the next time we called, because I was scared, I was like, "Man, y'all gonna put us on the system? Y'all gonna spit my pizza? What's happening?" 
But next time we called, now they're like, oh, yeah, we got you. We got you. So they sent out, like, free pizza the next couple times. Okay. But still, I, I haven't... I haven't been so aggravated where I've been mad and yelling or, or done anything like what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, in this instance, there was a Georgia woman that intentionally crashed her vehicle into Popeye's over her missing biscuits. <laughs> Why? She's mad. She needed the biscuits, man. Ah, yeah. man. Yeah, so Brenda Miller, 50, was charged with first-degree criminal damage. Why? to property and aggravated assault. Uh, let's see. Deputies from Richmond County were called to Popeye's after receiving reports of an accident with, with injuries. So the store manager told police Miller told police that Miller became angry when she discovered no biscuits with her order and she drove her SUV into a restaurant entrance. <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> Uh, that's whoa wait. that's wild so this is wild so the manager said the restaurant corrected the mistake and gave her biscuits oh prior to the crash i thought she like crashed in and they was just like handing her a bag oh. of biscuits the manager <laughs> said the woman threatened the staff before the incident including calling the store and threatening to drive her car into the facility uh dang miller nearly struck an 18 year old employee with the vehicle when she crashed into wow. the store she continued driving into the store until her vehicle stopped, was stopped by the b- debris, according to the arrest wow. warrants. The woman fled the scene after crashing into the vehicle, into the restaurant, headed down so- south on Gordon Highway. Her SUV was found later at her home with damage to the front end. Wow. The woman was booked into uh, Charles B. Webster Detention Center on Wednesday and is given a bond of more than $4,000. Wow. See, this is this is what's wild, man. This is this is like the literal definition of hangry, right? Oh yeah. Cause this lady had to be so hungry that she was mad. And so mad because of that hunger that she was like, you know what? Yeah, it's gonna be a good idea. I'm gonna drive my car into the building. Like what that was that's stupid. That's like literally the stupidest thing. I can understand being mad. I can understand going in and make a scene and maybe even becoming one of those viral videos where you see somebody getting beat up by the Popeye staff. Oh, yeah. But they will do it. But (laughs) to drive your vehicle into, try to drive through the building just for some biscuits, they ain't even that good. (laughs) They're not good like that no more. They're not. Not anymore. Oh. Mm. Dang. That's wild. Who got the best biscuits, though? That's my main question. Biscuits, huh? That's a good question. I I might have to go with churches mm-hmm. on this one. Okay. Uh, honey butter, honey, okay. yeah, the honey butters. Now, yeah. So let let's try to put some in the context. Let's let's try to put some like on the shelf so people can think about it. So you got churches honey butter biscuits. Mm-hmm. You got Popeyes buttermilk biscuits. You have uh, down in Texas. You have that Chicken Express buttermilk biscuits. I never had uh, those. Those, Wait, those did I, yeah, yeah, I did. I did have those back in the day. They're not yeah. terrible. Um, you have McDonald's biscuits. You have uh, which no. aren't good. Which you have um, Red Lobsters, Cheddar you know, Bay like biscuits. They're Cheddar biscuits. Cheddar biscuits. Yeah. Uh, who else got the biscuits? Oh yeah, uh, KFC. You know no, their buttermilk biscuits. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean Chick Fil A. Biscuits for their, their oh, chicken minis, which yeah, are actually pretty. Yeah, good. those are pretty nice. Um, 
I, I know Jay Del Negro from Don't Judge Me Podcast talking about Bojangles biscuits. I haven't had them I before, had them. but I've heard that they're legit. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you could think of anybody else. Rallies, checkers, I don't know if they haven't, but yeah. of all those places that are like traditional fast food joints, who has the best biscuits? Mm. You know, I went to Biscuit World in North Carolina. Oh, it's a biscuit. Yeah, world. yeah. Biscuit World was was pretty dope. Biscuit World. If okay, so I went to Biscuit World in West Virginia um, several years ago, mm. and I actually came back with the Biscuit World coffee mug that I drink oh, from, cool. from time to time. Um, my my home my 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 coworker and I that went there, we I think we were there for like ah oh, shoot like seven eight days. We probably went to Biscuit World five times. Oh wow, nice! It's it's not good for your heart because definitely not. <laughs> it, Chock full of lard, man. And then of course, this place isn't around anymore, and it was only like a a local spot, but it was a place mm-hmm. called Mister Cook, and okay. they they sold breakfast biscuit. You wanted a biscuit? There was only two types of biscuits you could get: a biscuit mm-hmm. with butter and jelly, or a biscuit with sausage. That was it. They spent and they were like these big square biscuits like that. Just mm-hmm. so soft. So so good. delicious, man. Never again have that I had good. anything like that. But. That sounds good. Yeah, man. Now, I, don't, I don't even know, man. I uh, Of all time, my, my all-time favorite, Biscuit World beat out churches for me. Mm-hmm. Biscuit World only though it's only like a it's only like an East Coast thing like yeah, in those yeah, states yeah. we just talked about Virginia, <coughs> Carolinas, West Virginia stuff like that. Unfortunately, we don't have it here, which is probably a good thing we don't have it. Here. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, if it if it's like a more local, you know, more maybe not more maybe not local because there might there might be one churches here mm-hmm. maybe still, but yeah, churches chicken those honey butter biscuits, and it's it's part. Partly because they're amazing, partly because nostalgia. Because mm-hmm. uh, driving, you know, my the the way that I drove to high school, you know, there and back my route, there was a churches on the way. Mm-hmm. So I would stop for like a two piece meal with some biscuits, uh, you know, coming back home, or like sometimes my dad would call, be like, "Hey, can you pick up some churches chicken and some biscuits?" You know, I, I just remember that vividly. But yeah, they are also good. So we'll go with that. Dang. But to but to drive your car through, I'll be I, mean, I I love them biscuits, but I would not drive my car through. through uh, yeah, not for the biscuits. For like sometimes Popeye's customer service deserves to get a car driven through it mm-hmm. because they are just ooh, terrible. There hasn't been Bad one. There hasn't been one Popeye's mm-hmm. I've been to. Let me stop. The only Popeye's I know whose customer service was dope was back home when I was younger. Maybe it was something about the times, generations of people working at Popeye's that, that make the service uh, trash. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it's like, ooh. I, I go up, pull up to the window, and I just look inside just to see who's actually working. Mm-hmm. Most, most of the people just standing on the wall, you know, talking on their phone, texting, talking to each other. And I'm like, who is actually working behind the counter cooking his food? Yeah putting these these lunches together you know yeah it's wild man they they got some wild workers they they really do some of those places really do have like some of the wildest people working back there and you're like how did you get a job um all they needed was a job fill out the application 
no need for a high school diploma. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's just let's just get this bread. Let's just make this money right quick. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know that's it, man. That's it. Let's bread. Let's bread this chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Even though a lot of it is pre-breaded and yeah. frozen and then fried, so it's not like back in the day when they would make like the commercials used to show you them breading the chicken and like shaking off, shaking it off and all in slow motion. Yeah. 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 It's not like that. that that's not real. The yeah. only time you get that is. Is when I cook it. And what happened um, to the but, Popeyes lady, man? She not on commercials anymore. Did she pass away, or I, she just got retired from? The, she, she, she just got retired, replaced. man. That was. I that. think she got replaced. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe she that, did. That chicken ran out. Maybe that's why the customer service went down. She retired. What if? What if the Popeyes lady's daughter? was the lady who drove her car through the side of Popeye's. And not only was she mad about the biscuits, but she was mad about her mama not having no job no more. And so really, the biscuits had a double meaning because you took away them biscuits from my mama. Mm. Now, I'm going to take away y'all's store or something, and she drove through the store. What if that was the reality? What if that comes out? Sounds like the making of a Hulu true crime series. (laughs) I want to see it. I'd sign up. I, I'd be the first one to watch. Day Popeye, one. Popeyes. That would be that would be a much better movie than what is the, what is the one they coming out with? Um, the one about Michael Jordan where they where they signed him. Oh, uh, I forgot the name. Is it? No, not Air Flight. No, what is the name of that movie? I know what you're talking about though. Isn't it called Air Jordan? Isn't it called Air? I forgot the name. Let's just look that up. The air up there. <laughs> Whatever it is, as you look, as you look up the name, as you as you look up the name, this is a movie starring my least favorite actor, Ben Affleck, with uh, an actor that I actually do respect, Matt Damon, uh, as they play the executives of Nike. Yeah, it's called Air. Basic. There you go. Who who, you know, it they it's basically the story of them. Um, is the story of them going to like like talking about how they will do it visiting michael jordan's family and how to basically sign michael jordan to a shoe deal at nike mm-hmm. michael jordan does not make an appearance in the movie apparently the only thing you see is the back of his head uh-huh. and you see how they went and talked to his family mm-hmm. um but not him interesting it's sort of ridiculous like like why and and i mean basically it's like basically I think I heard somebody say it was just like a like a you know an hour and a half long two hour long conversation mm-hmm. about how to sign Michael, Michael Jordan so why wasn't this like I don't know just a straight up just documentary whatever but like I think it came out in theaters and then also going to um, you know came out in theaters and then also going to uh, to Amazon like at the same time or something like that it just to me uh-huh. it's just like why do we waste money on this you know yeah it doesn't make sense yeah just yeah no no sense of spending money on a movie like that yeah just make it a documentary like you said Mm. exactly exactly but what i was gonna say was you know as 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 hollywood is tricking us into watching this michael jordan movie Mm -hmm. let's talk about the 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 song my mind is playing tricks on me that was performed at the grammys by Wolf. Scarface, just Scarface, yeah, right? Sadly, yeah. Just, just his, just his part of his verse, yeah, was performed there, and he was the only one from the Ghetto Boys mm-hmm. 
that was in the performance because a part of it was like you know sort of like history history hip hop and stuff like that right, and right. they showed all these different you know people that just basically like rap one verse from mm-hmm. whatever song they're in and so Chuck D famously also of the Ghetto Boys Willie D Chuck D Public Willie Enemy. D my bad why did I I'm sorry I, <laughs> You're good. It's, I, the, I, it's the D I messed up my D's <laughs> I, I messed up the D so uh, gotta get my D's right so um, anyway my bad Willie D sorry uh, yeah. misspoke famously of the Ghetto Boys was also was sort of mad at him yeah. um you know, and sort of took it some kind of way uh, for Scarface singing, you know, rapping this. Mm-hmm. And if you, here, if you can listen to this, maybe I could play this. Know. Wait one second. Elephant in the room. You already know. You feel like you were slighted. Slighted? Yeah. I feel beyond slighted. Like, what I'm trying to figure out is... This Willie D talk. First of all, like, I ask you Wednesday, when we left here, I said, what you got for the weekend? You said, I'm going to go fuck with this Grammy stack. I said, all right, man, safe travels. Because, you know, that's how we do it. Saturday come, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, um, I'm online, and an article comes across about the Grammys. And I see Ghetto Boys with Scarface in the line. Let me see that. I don't have I want to see where it says Ghetto Boys Scarface. No, it's no, no. This is what I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to never get Ghetto Boys and Scarface intertwined ever, because I don't need Ghetto Boys to be Scarface. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So if it said Scarface, uh, Ghetto Boys, or Scarface, or any of that shit two together, then they wrong for that. Yeah. Because I can stand on my own two feet mm-hmm. with no Ghetto Boys. And this is why, so this is why what was so baffling, because everybody knows that, right? You carved out a place in history for yourself. You were so good at what you did as a solo artist. You get that. Can't nobody deny that. So ain't no hate, ain't no jealousy whatsoever. You know, remember, I'm the one that said, hey, man, you ought to call yourself Scarface. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I ain't going to never hate on you. Never. I mean, I've all. When I see you win, I, I see Ghetto Boys win because we are a group. So when 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 somebody say start talking about Scarface standing on his own, I said to myself, I said, well, Scarface got enough hit songs where he don't need to have Ghetto be doing a, a Ghetto Boys song. He could have just done a Scarface song. If you would have done a Scarface song, that would have been different. A Scarface song is a Scarface song. That's on Scarface's catalog, not Ghetto Boys' catalog. And to do a song on the, that's from the Ghetto Boys' catalog, My Mind's Playing Tricks, a song that I co-wrote, and to not have me included in that let's, moment, let's, let's go back to how the song came about, too. Because you did have a, a, um, a verse on that record. Um, those three verses... We all know where those three verses and that music came from. You put another verse on it. But do you recall back when you heard that song and Jay was trying to get you to rap on that motherfucker that you didn't like it? Do you remember that? I don't know if I didn't like the song, but I didn't think it was anything phenomenal. Okay, well, it's phenomenal. Yeah. And actually, now that I think about it, it's a lot of shit that I do that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I think that the 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 reversal of trying to put that shit on me because you didn't go there to the Grammys is fucked up. 
because my, my phone rang, okay? And if a motherfucker didn't reach out to you, it's not my fault. So don't put that shit on me, Willie. That's not cool. Okay. I'm not cool. And if I perform that song, I don't get mad when you go out and perform that song, bro. And I don't. I wouldn't even give a fuck if you got the call. That's not. That's not how I'm made. Like I don't care about that. Have you ever went out and performed my mind playing trick somewhere before many without time. me? Many times. Okay. Well, me too. Elephant in the room. There we go. So. Uh-huh. As you hear from that, you know, mm-hmm. it, it definitely sounds like Willie D is butthurt to a point yeah. that Scarface was called, and maybe that Scarface didn't tell him specifically that he was going to the Grammys to perform that weekend yeah. to perform a portion of the song that they were, that they, you know, made a hit as a group, mm-hmm. right? Even though Scarface wrote the majority of the song. Right. Um, you know, Willie D did write a verse or whatever, but Scarface wrote the majority of the song and, so, you know, multiple artists performed on it. So, in, in this scenario, do you think, do you think Willie D is right for being butthurt about it? Do you think that he is blowing it out of proportion? Because as we heard at the end, he performed the song without Scarface before as well. Yeah. Or do you no. think, you know, Scarface is in the wrong for not telling his friend that he was no. about to go on that, you know, because he was the one who got the call? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't I don't think uh, Scarface is in the wrong for that. I mean, I think yeah. Willie D is he's a combination of being a little butthurt and, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's, yeah, he's just he's just upset he didn't get the call, man. Yeah. Or, you know, I, would he have gone? Maybe. Who knows? I mean, it's not like they would have performed the whole song. How many rappers were up yeah. there performing? That was a whole bunch. I can't of them. remember how many rappers it was, but like I know what happened was every single rapper was performing that one verse. They weren't yeah. performing multiple verses. Right, it was like a combination exactly. song, and so it was the individual rapper who came out and performed a portion of their verse, mm-hmm. and then they moved on to the next rapper. So, and they didn't have like each rapper didn't have like an entourage. They didn't have like a part of their group. Mm-hmm. or whatever that showed up it was just like that one rapper came out sang their part then they scrolled to the yeah. next person and so maybe it would probably look awkward if you had Willie <laughs> D up there with Scarface just swaying or like shaking his head yeah because he wouldn't yeah. have said anything yeah and I think uh then Scarface he had two verses on there right I'm trying to remember yeah yeah I believe so Scarface and Willie, Willie D, D Scarface and then, and then, then uh, Bushwick Bushwick at the end yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah, man, he's getting uh, just a little bit butthurt, so he'll get over it. They they I they've mean, been through too much together to to I let him break so it too, apart. Yeah. So, and you know, I mean, even though he might have been, you know, not been able to sleep and then tossing and turning at night, uh, he'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to work that in there. I tried yeah. to work that verse. That was I, good. I butchered it. That was though. good. That was oh good. man! Wow. Anyway. Yeah, man. Uh, they'll get over it, you know. They, I, I don't know. I guess, you know, you you look at it and you say, yeah, Scarface obviously became bigger than the group ever was, you know, when he went on his own. But at points in time, people from the group performed, you know, the song without each other. So it is what it is. But they, but thankfully, they're all still mm-hmm. they're all still uh, you know friends because they're family. Mm-hmm. They're, they're excuse me. They're all friends. Um, and yeah, that was from the Ghetto Boys Reloaded podcast uh, yeah. episode where yeah. we pulled that clip from. So, 
Yeah, so that's all I got. Um, yeah. If there's nothing else, unless you got you, something. You could get on up out of here, man. I, I have nothing. I, yeah. Right. We talked about Popeyes and cars. Cool, cool. I'm still kind of trying to figure out where the cars, uh, you know, how they procreate. But yeah, we don't know. It's the question of the, yeah. the year. Right, cool. So let's get on out of here, people. Twitter, Instagram, hashtag BlackoutPod. Check us out on your favorite streaming app. Hit us up, hashtag BlackoutPod at gmail.com if you got any questions uh, about the pod and, or if you want to leave a comment. Anything like that. Want to be on the show? Leave us a little, uh, you know, email. Or you could just call 385-3-B-L-A-K-P-C or 385-325-2572. Definitely hit up hooks. It'll uh, soon be springtime, maybe. Some places getting snow wildly uh, in places they don't usually get um, snow. But, you know somewhere it's summer it's it's warm outside to grill and if you even if you don't need to grill you could just use it in your kitchen man get some hooks rubbed sprinkle it all over your life all over and then you could add some syrup and sugar with it and maybe if, if you're putting it on some, some pulled pork or something like that you know then you could put some uh some brown sugar and things like that a little butter Whatever, whatever you do, however you cook it, use it, get it, love it. Mm. New, new tagline. Get it, love it. All right, All right cool. On that note, y'all, um, as I think in my head, the new hit single, it's the song of the summer. Mm. It sometimes rains and snows in Southern California, mm. as written by my mother. Oh, oh my nice. Like now.